2: Locked On Podcast Network and Odyssey present Locked On Today.
0: Do the Saints fall apart without Drew Brees this season? Can the Titans' defense match their offense? Plus, are we underselling the Philadelphia Eagles? I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the stories you need to know and the biggest debates in sports. You're Locked On Today.
2: Searching all major sports. Found you. Let's start with the biggest story.
0: The phrase you can't teach an old dog new tricks seems like the kind of thing that Jameis Winston would would not say but would improve upon in some very, very folksy way that would be very endearing and sort of make like 30% less sense. But that is the line that the Saints are going to try and have to walk because it looks like Jameis Winston is going to be the quarterback of the New Orleans Saints at least some of the time in 2021, we're still trying to figure all of that out to help us figure that out a little bit better. Ross Jackson, host of Locked on Saints and, and Ross, from from what we've seen so far, and we just have the two preseason games, we've got OTAs, we've got training camp. Does it seem like the Saints are going to say, hey, Jameis and or Taysom, sometimes we need you to run the Drew Brees offense, or is it going to be some modulation of, hey, these are the things that that we think you're great at. Let's just go sling it.
3: I think it'll be a little bit more of the latter. I mean, I think you look at the Drew Brees offense of the past where Drew Brees was a bit of a gunslinger himself. Remember, he threw 22 interceptions, more than 17 interceptions, tons of times throughout his career with the New Orleans Saints. And they used to continuously take shots down the field in the days of guys like Marcus Colston and Devry Henderson and Robert Meacham so I think you see you know Sean Payton get the oh and Jimmy Graham of course I think you see Sean Payton get the opportunity to reach back in the annuals of New Orleans Saints history and pull back some of the air core yell that's been missing from this usual air core west coast blend of offense in this New Orleans Saints system with Jameis Winston at quarterback which looks like it's going to be the case in 2021.
0: Yeah, it's been more like like breath Coriel or something like that in, <laughs> in New Orleans with, with Drew Brees. Um defensively, that was that was sort of where this team's calling card had become over the last two years. Even though they were highly efficient on offense, their improvement defensively pulled them out of the doldrums of the of the middle parts, middle end parts of Drew Brees' career, where they were going seven and nine seemingly in every year because they couldn't get stops. Where does this defense stand right now? Because we've we've put a lot of focus on the offense, but this is still a defense that has plenty
3: of talent. Yeah, they did lose a little bit of talent during the offseason with the salary cap situation starting off the offseason here, over a hundred million dollars over Mm. the salary cap and still finding their way underneath and maintaining a good portion of their core. I mean, despite that number, they were still able to give a franchise tag to uh, Marcus Williams. They were able to restructure Marshawn Lattimore's contract. They were able to, uh, you know, get deals done and pick up 50 year options and so on and so forth. And of course, added talent over on that defensive side as well, particularly through the draft going one, two, three, in the first, second and third rounds with defensive players at all three levels of the defense. So you look for this, uh, for this team, to still be able to be a reliable defensive team Uh, you look back at 2017 the draft class there that was led off of course by marshawn Lattimore. marcus williams a part of that as well 17th in the nfl that year then they add demario davis before 2018 Demario davis helps this defense go to 11th or excuse me to 14th to 11th and then into the top five and of course bringing back uh, Quan Alexander on a price tag that was $10 million cheaper than it was to start this offseason also Mm -hmm. doesn't hurt this defense as well. So they'll be looking to be the calling card and potentially the saving grace for a team that's undergoing a lot of changes but still wants to be competitive in 2021.
0: Locked On today is brought to you a partnership with Odyssey, your new home for music, news, sports, and podcasts. Download the Odyssey app today. Coming up, can the Titans' defense match their offense? Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With all of the makes and models with cars today, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts that you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questions and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brands that their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers, you have a phone in your pocket, why spend thirty percent, fifty percent, even a hundred percent more for the same parts from a chainer or, or car dealership when you could just go to Rock Auto and get the best? Price. rockauto.com's prices are reliably low for every customer so go explore their easy to use website today to find the solution for your auto parts needs go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck and write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com
2: now here's what you need to be locked on today
0: both the yankees and braves entered their game monday night on a nine game win streak so something had to give.
2: this is Stacey Gasulius of
4: locked on yankees and in the battle of the two teams facing each other with nine game winning streaks the yankees came out on top 5-1 they've now won 10 in a row ever since that cat appeared in yankee stadium the fortunes have gone well for the yankees and hardly for the poor orioles but We'll get to that on a different video. Right now, let's talk about the Yankees winning 10 in a row. Jordan Montgomery won his fifth game of the season. He pitched five innings. They weren't dominant, but he got the job done. His only blemish was a home run to Dansby Swanson, who my brother thought was named Darby. I don't know. Anyway, the offense was powered by the G's, Giancarlo Stanton and Gary Sanchez. Stanton had a home run and an RBI single. Sanchez had an RBI single. Both of them were two runs each. That's how it was 5-1. Anyway. Oh, and a roll as Chapman. Came in, pitched a one 2 3 ninth. Hallelujah. So yeah, Yankees win 10 in a row.
0: New England Patriots quarterback Cam Newton will remain away from the team until Thursday due to a quote misunderstanding on COVID-19 tests conducted away from NFL facilities, the club announced Monday. Newton's absence comes after he traveled to a Patriots-approved medical appointment that required him to leave the New England region. He received daily COVID tests, all of which were negative, but due to a misunderstanding about tests conducted away from facilities and as required by the NFL NFLPA protocols, Cam will be subject to a five-day entry cadence process before returning to facilities, the statement the team gave said on Monday. This news also suggests Cam Newton is one of New England's unvaccinated players as vaccinated players would not be subject to the same rules of re-entry. So you want to avoid stuff like this? Easy solution. Get the shot. And speaking of getting the shot, the Dallas Cowboys have added three more players, including second-year wide receiver CeeDee Lamb, to the COVID-19 list and went to a virtual format on Sunday and Monday after defensive coordinator Dan Quinn and defensive tackle Carlos Watkins were sent home early from Saturday's preseason game against the Houston Texans. I think just like most things we do, we're just being cautious and want to make sure we contain this outbreak and just be smart with that, Coach Mike McCarthy said. In addition to Lamb, safeties Malik Hooker and Israel Makwamu were added to the reserve COVID-19 list on Monday. Roger Goodell said on Monday that the NFL wants to keep the Bills in Buffalo, but in a new stadium. You've got to think long-term here, Goodell said. This has been going on for decades, and it's time to get a new stadium done that we can make sure the Bills are here and successful for many, many decades going forward. Bills owner Kitman Terry Pagula submitted a proposal for a $1.4 billion stadium across the street from the team's current stadium in Orchard Park, which has a 10-year lease that will end in 2023. Whatever happens with the new stadium, you can bet that fans outside will still jump through tables. That's what happened last night. Here's what to look for coming up on betonline.ag. NFL Super Bowl odds are up and updated. The betonline.ag lines to hoist the Lombardi Trophy has the Kansas City Chiefs as plus 525 at the top of the list. Tampa Bay at 6 to 1, Green Bay 11 to 1, Buffalo 12 to 1, Cleveland 14 to 1. For all your MLB, NFL, college football and soccer lines, betonline.ag has you covered. Sign up today for a free account at BetOnline and use the promo code locked On for a 100% welcome bonus. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts.
2: Here is another story you
0: need to know. The Tennessee Titans are perhaps a sleeping giant if they can get their defense together because this offense, whether you want to give Ryan Tannehill the credit that he has earned or not, this offense could be absolutely lethal, and that is after two straight years of, of being really good, so this is something that I think needs to be taken notice when we talk about the Tennessee Titans and to help me talk about the Tennessee Titans, my buddy Tyler Rowland, host of Locked On Titans. And, and Tyler, I mentioned the defense. If, if they can get their act together, this team really could be in that upper echelon of AFC contenders. How much do you think the offseason moves, bringing in guys like Bud Dupree, can buoy this defense to be in that level?
5: Well, quite frankly, we don't know if it's going to work, Peter, but it's different than last year. What is it? uh, Albert Einstein, I have his poster hanging on my wall here, is uh, doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results is insanity. So I would say that the Titans, at minimum, decided to make a change, and ultimately that should result in new results results. Whether they're good or bad, I can't know. But I do know what the Titans did do is they flipped their assets on defense. They took the money out of the secondary and put it into the defensive line. There's the constant uh, conversation, debate about what's more important, coverage or rush, and mm-hmm. which one is you know going to benefit the other more. I am in the camp of believing that pass rush is ultimately more important then coverage, if I had to pick between elite or elite, I'd take the elite pass rush over the elite coverage. Uh, but the Titans kind of agree with my philosophy. Like I said, we got rid of Adoree Jackson. You see them get rid of Malcolm Butler, get rid of Kenny Kenny Vaccaro at safety. Uh, draft two rookies in the draft to try to fill important spots. Bring in a, a, a cost-effective veteran in Jackrabbit Jenkins, who's been doing a great job throughout camp. Elevate a young guy in Amani Hooker who shows great promise as the safety next to Kevin Byard. So the Titans went with a youth movement basically in the secondary. And then like you said, Bud Dupree, the big free agent prize for the Titans.
0: On the offensive side of the ball, Derrick Henry is a monster, uh, probably the most feared offensive player in the league that isn't a quarterback right now. Mm-hmm. They bring in Julio Jones to go along with A.J. Brown and I guess I want to ask you the question this way. Are we past the point where where this is fluky with this team? Is this just who they are, especially with Ryan Tannehill?
5: Yeah, I mean, there's a joke in the Titans community that the Titans are team regression because every year <laughs> uh, for the last two off seasons, it's been, oh, this Titans team, they're going to regress way down. Ryan Tannehill is not this good. Derrick Henry, running backs fall off, blah, 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 blah. Well, I think th- the situation that people don't respect enough is the Titans' offensive line. The Titans' offensive line is returning four starters. Taylor Lewan, top 10 at his position according to the ESPN poll. Roger Saffold, top 10 at his position according to the ESPN polls. Uh, ben Jones is one of the top 12 centers in the NFL, in my opinion, at minimum. Nate Davis, going into his third year out of Charlotte, got a couple All-Pro votes, uh, votes at right guard. Last year, you don't have a 2,000-yard rusher in this incredibly efficient passing game without a solid offensive line. And, you know, we can talk about all the different window dressing and all the things the Titans do, but football is one in the trenches. It has been. It always will be. And the Titans' offensive line doesn't get the respect it deserves. And because of the consistency with the offensive line, it leads to consistency in the results on offense. So I don't see this massive regression coming. They combine that with at least an improved defense, then I think you have yourself a Super Bowl caliber team.
0: Coming up, are we underselling the Philadelphia Eagles? Probably not, but our cue of the day is next. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar ever. It's the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Did you know that Built Bar has nine delicious flavors plus the occasional limited time flavor? Coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, and they are all delicious. You can get the mix box, get them all in there. They're all delicious. They're all high in protein, high in fiber, low in net carbs, low in sugar. Go to built.com and use promo code LOCKS15 to get 15% off your first order. That's promo code LOCKS15 for 15% off at built.com.
2: If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Agree or disagree? This is the Q of the day.
0: Just a few years removed from the Super Bowl, the Philadelphia Eagles in 2021 come in with a new coach, a new quarterback, And a lot of new questions that need answering, joining me to help try and answer some of those questions. One of the hosts of Locked on Eagles, Louis DiBiase, is here. And and Louie, there are a a lot of differences between this team and the one that we saw the Super Bowl uh, a a couple of years ago. And and part of that is intentional. They're going in a new direction. So what, what do you need to see to believe that they are going in the right direction, not just a new one?
1: Yeah, Peter, the NFL really does stand for not for long, and the Eagles tried to maximize that championship window from 2017 up until last year in 2020. And they finally, I feel like, maxed that out and couldn't get any more out of it. And so this is a rebuild, not a retooling. And the way to make me feel like they're on the right track is – Honestly, it's kind of cliche, but the quarterback position is the most important position in the NFL and in all of sports. So Jalen Hurts is going to get 16 games to prove that he is the guy. The Eagles did not draft him to be the guy. It was Carson Wentz. They drafted him in the second round to be a high-end backup because Carson kept getting hurt in very important moments from 2017 to 2019. But Hurts is going to get that opportunity the Eagles have two to potentially three first round draft picks in the 2022 NFL draft. So that to me is the big question this season that needs to be answered is the most important position at quarterback. Can Hurts show that he's not just a guy you can win with, but he's a guy you can win because of throwing the football.
0: Yeah. And and I think that leads to some really difficult questions for Philadelphia. How good is good enough for Jalen Hurts to to take the bull by the horn, so to speak on this responsibility, because to your point, they're going to have either a high draft pick or plenty of capital to go up and get a quarterback. So what do, what do we need to see from Jalen hurts for him to, to prove that? Because his supporting cast, at least right now it's tough. And so his path to success seems very narrow.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Peter. And I think it depends on what you're looking for in the short term. You might want to be a run-first team. Utilize Jalen Hurts' mobility. That is his strength right now while he develops his passing game but again if the eagles are going to talk and preach about the long-term objective then they need to try to win it's not just winning in 2021 it's winning a certain way not trying to be a baltimore ravens greg roman run type of offense because the eagles i mean look that's the way the nfl is you can't be that type of team and win to me be a championship contender consistently and the eagles especially want to be a pass heavy elite passing offense. Their owner, Jeffrey Lurie, is enamored with that to the point that even a game against your Green Bay Packers in 2019 on Thursday Night Football, they scored 30 plus, won the game primetime football against Aaron Rodgers at Lambeau Field, but they did it running the ball. And Jeffrey Lurie wasn't happy with that. He wasn't happy with the way they won a playoff game in Chicago in 2018, running the ball and with defense. So to me, it's not just maybe short term, the best case scenario for the Eagles to win nine to 10 games is run the football, use Hertz's legs but they got to win in different ways this year to show that it can be more of a long-term trend rather than a one-year type of, I don't know, Lamar Jackson rookie 2018 type of thing.
0: And finally, President Joe Biden welcomed the Seattle Storm to the White House on Monday, applauding them for being a force for change. Biden honored the team that took home the WNBA title last season while being part of the bubble in Florida, concluding a season that was played amid the COVID-19 pandemic. No NBA or WNBA team had visited the White House since the Cleveland Cavaliers did it in 2016 when Barack Obama was in office. The last time a WNBA team, The last time a WNBA team was at the White House was the Minnesota Lynx in 2016. The Lynx were not invited in 2017 by then-President Donald Trump. Now that you've got the news, go make some money. Listen to Locked on Bets, download and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Coming up Wednesday, is the Washington football team the best in the NFC East? So at least until tomorrow, stay locked on today.